you're on Facebook Live, bitches. <sighs> Here you go. What's up, what's up? Okay, now this how I'm feeling. Lately, I'm like the villain. Cause why they on that other shit? I've been posted out here chilling. Lord willing, I survive. But not like that nine to five. You notice that shit that you bumping in your whip while you drive. I've been living life. And I hope that you do the same. Cause if you ain't doing what you love, it's only you to blame. Come on, I've been through the game. By the time that they know my name, number down for the pain. This music, my Nova Kane. Lord willing, we overcame. It's time to get over, man. I've been around the world and back in the Lies and one truth coming at you, Lord willing, by logic. Yeah, ah, good stuff. I heard that on the way here. I was feeling it, so you just want to go ahead and play it because I can't. I, I can't. When I was driving, I was like, Man, I'm not hyped for this, I'm not hyped. And then I was like, Let's put on some tunes on the way to Lucky's. Uh, yeah. Put this jam on, fucking got hyped. They had maple bacon porter, dude. That's good stuff at Lucky's. So I got I got really hyped, dude. Yeah, you were jacked up, man. So um, I, I felt your excitement on my text. Yes, which <laughs> lately you've been getting a lot of those. Yeah, I love it. I feel like I'm the I'm the girl trying to take you out and just blowing you up all the time. What are you doing tonight? It's what are you cool. doing tonight? It's cool. I'm easy. <laughs> I'm really easy. It doesn't take long for my my draws to come down. So so um, we have maple bacon porter today. That mm. is our rare beer. I don't know if you follow us on Twitter, but if you do. You saw that I tweeted out that we have a rare beer today. That is it. Uh, Funky Buddha Brewing. I'm dying to try this. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. That is the one that we have out for show. Kind of like a store. You know, you kind of put your, your beer out for show. And then we have one over here in the in the cooler for drinking. Yes. Now, I'm going to take it out here in a little bit because I don't want it too cold. You know, you got to get your flavors. But also, I didn't want it warm. You know, I wanted to kind of have that middle ground. So it's slurring and swaying Super Bowl Sunday. Backslash One Truth. We are on iTunes. We are on Google. We are on Facebook Live. Yes. Um, we're, we're a little delayed right now. Are we? Yeah. We're always delayed. We're always delayed. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm good. All right. Maybe it's just my, sure. my computer sucks. No, I'm good. HP, I'm, I'm keep looking at my cigar. It's funny watching yourself. It is funny. I look at it because it's kind of, it's a little delayed a little bit. So you like look. And then you see yourself do the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's so, good. but uh, we, uh, what cigar you got? Uh, I'm rocking the diesel today. Uh, I didn't really have a name for it. I could have went back on my, my shipping order to figure out what it was, but it, it was just that's a diesel. That's probably the really edge. Good. I mean, just starting off, it's burning nice. It's nice and even. Yeah, that's probably the edge. Um, uh, they, don't, they just put diesel on theirs, most of theirs. You know what I mean? Where you just have that and then you're just kind of like got to look it up and what it is. I have a Vegas 5 Gold. I'm on my second to last one of that. Pack. You like, you'd like enough? Mm-hmm. I am. I'm, I'm probably going to buy again. I think I got one of those in my, my sampler. I got, yeah. They're, they're, um, I got a five pack for 20 bucks. Not bad. Ain't bad. $4 a stick, man. That's yeah, really good. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No. Um, so that, it's not bad. And then I had a Perdomo the other day. Um, one of the lower ends. So it wasn't like a fifteen dollar stick, yeah. more like a eight seven dollar stick maybe or something. But it was good. <laughs> Only ones that I can afford. You know what I mean? So and then so you didn't have one of the twenty five thousand dollar Davidoffs? No. Did you see that video? Absolutely, I saw that. I want oh one. my I want gosh! One. I want to be able to go drop twenty five G's. I don't even know what that would taste like. I don't magic. I don't even know unicorn dick. <laughs> good. I don't know what it would taste like, so I don't know what magic tastes like. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> but I'm sure it's great. It doesn't taste like the Orlando magic, but it tastes like magic. So we talked about some tiger on Tuesday, um, and he teed off on Thursday. Yes. My rant today basically is he 
doesn't know how to handle the media. And why do you say that? And my, what I mean by that is, stop being the guy, well, I'm fully healthy. I'm ready to go. Back feels good. I'm playing pain-free. I can go at 100%. I'm ready to pick up my schedule and play almost weekly, but you know, I like to take some break to be with my time with my kids. Stop that. Be like, I'm not sure. Haven't really played hard, you know, as in 100% on tour with this bad back, three surgeries in. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give you a heavy schedule in January and February, and I'm going to give this a shot. And if it doesn't work out, I'm sorry. But I, I'm ready to compete. I'm wanting to win every tournament. You know, beat Tiger. I want to win every tournament, but... If it flares up, I'm gonna be honest with you. It could, not, I could be done. So he, he sounds like he's really passive aggressive, right? You're just like, no, I really want to do well, but you know, I'm just getting back. You know, I, I don't know where I'm at in my golf game. Yeah, as say that. Just coming out and saying, hey, you know what? I'm just getting back. I don't know how well I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna damn sure give it a shot. And if I'm in the hunt, then guess what? Old Tiger's coming out. If not, then I'm just gonna hang it up. Say that. Just say something that, that, like, I guess you've been waiting for him to say, right? That's well, and I'm okay with him saying the whole "my back's ready to but go." You, you can't say that with every TV interview. That's no. what you're saying. Everything is this, every time yeah. it's the same thing because well, I keep my asking. Back feels good, nah. you know and what? as we see, he still has back spasms. Now, that's a human being. Yeah. If you've had three surgeries on your back, your back's gonna flare up. It's just you're 41 years old. It's gonna happen. Well, is it, is it more his fault for answering those questions that way, or is, or is it more of the reporter's question for asking him repeatedly about his back? It is. Does your back feel good? Does your back feel good? How about just saying, hey, are, are, are you even up to playing anymore? It's him. It's him. It, it, the reporter is doing a good job by asking the tough questions. I love reporters like is, that. Is that a tough question? Like, how's your back feel? Well, for Tiger, it clearly is. I mean, he's got 15 people in front of him, and everyone's asking the same question. Clearly, it's tough for him. In fact, I, I would almost gamble it's probably three people asking the same question because everyone else is marking it off their list. Oh, they already asked it. I mean, clearly it's tough for him because he's – I don't know if you want to consider it the wrong answer. That's – is him saying that the wrong answer because now he had back spasm and he dropped out of a tournament? Well, I think I think we expect it uh, – we expect more from Tiger. Just because but, of what he's But done. Tiger's never really had to answer those types of questions. He's never really been in this situation, though, either. You know, it's more of the, hey, on the 13th, you missed that little two-foot putt. What was really going through your mind? That's a tough question. And that could have been the, the putt that kept him from winning a tournament. That's a tough question. You know, what was going through your mind? He's got to answer that. But just go, you know, how's your back feel? How's your knee feel? How's this, that, and the other feel? You haven't played in, in two years. You haven't played in two years. Those questions are easy to him, the putt questions and whatnot. They are. Because he knows what's going on in his did, mind. Hey, Corey, how does your back feel? That's a tough question? He is a no, – no. No, it's not a tough question. Not for me. Because the reporters aren't asking tough questions. But putting myself – he's a, in Tiger's mind, he's afraid to disappoint at this point because he's been out 17 months, yeah. a PGA Tour tournament, and he's afraid to disappoint because golf needs him so bad. You know, I'm well, sorry. Spieth's not going to cut it. Roy's not going to cut it. They need him. And you may be right on that, but you know I'm, I'm trying to think this from a, a different point of view. Uh, I'm not Tiger. I'm in a garage doing a podcast Darn. with with few followers, right? So I, I don't have <laughs> 400 million people buying my shirts because I got a TW on it, right? But I mean, you know, at some point someone's got to stand up and just ask him and just say, you know, I've never heard this question asked of Tiger. You know, in the in the last two, three, maybe four years, yeah. Tiger, since the falling out that you had with your wife, finding out that you had an addiction with, you know, whatever it is, too much sex, I don't even know what you call it, adultery, 
you lost your hitting coach, you lost everybody in your life, and you're having to rebuild your life around different people because some people don't want to have anything to do with you. Is okay. that the reason that you're at where you're at? I understand having a back issue. I understand these different things because you're a power hitter, and your back can only take so much tweak and force and, and momentum before something's going to happen. Is it half mental and half physical, or are you saying it's all physical and, and not? I'm, I'm kind of over that whole thing. He, he would say he's in a good place now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's spending more time with his kids. He's got a lot of good people around him. Joe, he's still best friends with Elon still. Mm-hmm. Got his kids a little bit older, spend more time with him, soccer, things like that. Um, Do you, you think know, because, Tiger, that you're more of a dad and not as much of a competitor? Yeah, he likes think, it more. Do you think you've lost your edge because of that? Yeah. No, he would not say that. He would say, no, would I don't be think. the question I would ask him. He, if you're a Tiger, how do you answer no, that? No, I don't think I've lost my edge. I still want to win more than ever. I still want to win as bad as I did 15 years ago. So why does it not translate to what you're doing on the, on the course? I think health is a big reason. But you said you're completely healthy. I am, and I'm ready to go. But I you haven't to, been ready to go for two tournaments. I'm ready now. Uh, how many tournaments does it take before you say you're ready? I'm ready now. So the next tournament, and what happens if we have the same thing that happens? Well, I mean, back spasms are things that happen. They do happen. I have had three back surgeries. Um, the doctors told me I'm ready to go. I've taken a lot of time. They're mm-hmm. going to flare up. And I want to be ready for when April rolls around. I want to be fully healthy. And if there's something matter happens, I'm going to take all precautions to step away and so be fully healthy. What is it you're trying to get ready for in April? Well, I'm getting ready for the Masters. So is it really just about the Masters? I mean, is there an underlying thing? Like, is it, is it the payday from the Masters? Is it more sponsorship money that you're going to be in the Masters? So it's, you want to make sure that you make it to the Masters whether you play well or not? I mean, let's be honest. It's the best players in the world that play in the four majors that we have. Correct. And do you consider yourself one of the best players in the world? Absolutely. Your rankings don't show that, and your last couple of performances haven't showed that. I think my history shows that. Your history does show that, but even at right. some point, Larry Bird could So you already play. got too many questions. <laughs> But you, you see what I'm saying? Like at some point, yeah. those are the questions that you want to get to. Even Larry Bird, who had back spasms, could still compete mentally, I think, at a high level. Physically, just couldn't do it. You, I remember how many times we see him. He was laying down on his stomach on the, on the, on the baseline, sitting there because he just he had to stretch his back. And we out could and be at that it. point. We could be at that point. But at what point are you man enough like Larry Bird is to step up and I say, I just can't do this? I don't know if any athlete. I think any, most athletes that are definitely are great. I mean, they Gr- kind of play great. Yeah, Tiger Woods is great. Jordan's kind of a he's great. he was still really good really as in good. when he played with the Wizards. My what I'm referring to could still play now competitively. Yeah, and I think Tiger can too. It's just without diving too much into it because I touched on it Tuesday. It's it's as much on the mental side as it is physical. He just needs to figure them both out. Do you think he and didn't he does go it. out on his terms so he wants to be able to try to get a comeback and go out on his terms? I think that's why the mental greatest comeback ever. That's and he why left. he's. That's why it's up here. It's messing with them. I got to come back. Everybody wants me to, and I got to win one more to prove that I can still do it, and then I'm, I'm good. And I agree with that. As a competitor, not on that level, but as a competitor, if it's throwing darts or doing this podcast or whatever it is, I want to be the best that I can be. But at some point, you got to just say, you know, I'm more valuable doing this. See, I don't care if he joins the tournament and withdraws or doesn't make the cut. Keep going. You're still watching. Still watch. Even if it's for one round. Absolutely. Even if it's for half a round. You're Dude, still I stayed up for round one and you was ready to me. stay up for round two, but I died. It was like 2.30. Yeah, I, I, I miss, misread that. You go, Tiger T's off at 11.45. I'm like, great. I can actually, you know, maybe maybe watch this. I didn't realize it was at night. <laughs> I missed this one. You missed the first one. Yeah. That's so, my bad. But someone needs to ask him those questions. 
that, that's what I'm saying. Is you're 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 saying your 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 question was you know Tiger doesn't know how to handle the media. I think he's handling it the way that he should. Yep. I think it's the media's fault for not asking the questions that we all want to have the answer to. Yeah. And the fly. Yeah. The fly gosh, man. Around, that, man. That, that, just dive oh, bomb. Gosh. Hey, now I'm slurring swaying here. The almost. fly wants to know what's going on with Tiger. Yeah. I mean, because you're right. If he's playing, even if it's for a round or two rounds, or maybe he makes I think a cut, I'm they still need watching. Because you get the you get the pre the promotion and the oh tiger's back tiger tees off then and people get all excited on golf channel and then they watch the first two rounds and then they at least they're watching but, you know in in golf does need tiger right. i don't think they need tiger they need somebody else like tiger at, at some point you got to wash your hands just go okay it's it, it is what it is tiger's done we, we can't really depend on him to to bring ratings and to to carry us into saturday sunday he's great for thursday friday but you can't depend on him for Saturday, Sunday. If if uh, Patrick Reed was Jordan Spieth good and dominant, he would be close. He's got that fire, that that mouth, that kind of passion yeah. and, you know what I mean, talking shit. I mean, if, if Jordan Spieth was black. Nah, he doesn't have enough fire. Still not enough fire? The media crucified him when they – remember that first or second Masters he was in that he finished second or came mm-hmm. close – Behind Bubba, that yep. one, the, the second yep. one, Bubba won. Yep. Everybody's like, "Wow, he's he's kind of got a filthy mouth on him." Yeah, Can't, no, that's what we want. It is what we want. We crucify Tiger all the time, but everybody's still watching him. <laughs> I, I think I think Tiger coming in when there wasn't a whole lot going on in golf at the time. You know, what I mean? because when he came in, was it ninety four, ninety six, somewhere in that ballpark? He yeah. came in, and there was not a whole lot going in golf. I think he turned pro ninety seven. Yeah. They had a, a black superstar athlete playing golf, and you just don't get that. You got him in football. You got him in basketball. You got him in everything else. Hell, you got him in hockey anymore. But golf is predominantly a white sport, and to have someone like that. So that's why I like I, – I mean, I don't know what, what uh, Jason Day is. I don't know. He's maybe just a white guy with a dark tan. Australian, yeah. Something like that. But I like – you know, a lot of people like him because it's out of the norm. Yeah. You know, no, they golf. do. I do, but I like Spieth because he's a, he's a, he's a good golfer, man. He really is. Mm. I like the, the he's phenomenal. He putts, yeah, probably best putter on tour. The whole story gets the big Under Armour contract and just guy out of nowhere. I really like the story. I don't think it's enough to carry golf, but I, I like the story, and we need more of that. We really do. We need, we need somebody else to kind of carry the torch. Kinda golf, like, golf, and NHL need stories, and they do. They don't got enough. Tiger's the only one. There's they got. not enough. Yeah, but All at right. some point you got to move on from it. So, speaking of moving on and to good things, mm-hmm. you ready to do it? Yes, do it. You're ready. Yes, go. Woo! Come out of its own. All right. So, we're trying maple bacon porter. I've had it. I've had my fair share this year already. <laughs> Jerry has not had it. I have not had this. If you go on to ratebeer.com, Beer Advocate's another one. Um, she's uh, Untaps another one. If you go on there, this, at least on Rate Beer, it is the second highest rated porter in the United States. Mm. In the United States. Mm. The rating of 100 out of 100. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than that. Just so people know, like 100 out of 100, it, I mean, it's Yeah, like there was only, I think, 15 or so on the list that were 100. Then you got in the 99 and 98s or so. And I, I like to read the reviews that came in that particular, you know, like whoever was tasting these to determine that it was 100 out of 100. I like to read those reviews well, and go, okay, so you said it was... This, because those guys have that power that you're looking for for a beer. Oh, look at that! Yeah, it's like almost Guinness dark. Yeah, but it's got a brown hue to it. it. When you look at it, look at it in the light. It's got a brown hue. Yep. 
Very little head on that, which is nice. Guinness gives you a little bit more head up top. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a porter, so that's why you don't get as much. Yeah. Oh man, it smells like it smells like breakfast. You, I already, yeah, I you smell breakfast. breakfast. Smell yeah. you smell the maple. Um, I don't. I didn't get any. I didn't get any bacon. It smells like a McGriddle. You know, you get a McGriddle and it kind of fills up. In, that's exactly in the car. what it smells like. It's that's got a good that point. McGriddle smell. Oh, oh man, I can't. I can't I'm going in. This. Yeah. Hmm. Def- strong on the maple though. It's good. Oh man, it's so good. It's so smooth on the back. That's what I. There is no cotton mouth. There's no, no. like that that little like where's that dryness coming? There, it is just. Oh, I love it. Now, wow! To give you an idea, this is a porter, and those are usually heavier yes. on your stomach. Um, wow! It doesn't taste thick in your mouth. No, I don't think not at all. Now, I will tell you this. I don't like maple syrup a lot, but I like it on my pancakes and stuff. But Absolutely. Not, I, I'm, I'm kind of a moderate. I don't like douse yeah, them. I got you. Um, and this is a very strong on the maple side altogether. You get maple syrup flavor more than anything else. Do you agree with that? Definitely definitely hard in the maple. It, okay. It's definitely, it's definitely there. I love that, though. Um, here's my thing with it. And you tell me if you, if you got any. I didn't really get much bacon. Did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm washing out my palate here. Okay, I've got. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. You've been saying that. I, I want to make sure I, I really get a. Um, I didn't get much bacon in it, but I do get the coffee in the back. Yeah. Kind of finishes it off. Put, put my cigar down here. Okay. If I'm, if I'm a little off the. Uh, all right. There's a there's it, it it's it's not a hard bacon taste. It, there there's a very you, do you get it uh, because there there's maple bacon's that you can buy, and so I get a little bit of that a little bit okay very little smoke, but it is there. See, I I have always had a tough time getting it, but maybe I'm gonna keep it in my mouth a little longer. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's it's very faint. It's just the syrup it's and the coffee faint. just giving because coffee and syrup you get are that a lot. Kind of strong. Yeah, and flavors and, and strong the, and bitter. The best way to describe that is to take a McGriddle and just take the two, <laughs> take the two pancakes, take everything out of it, and take about a, a, an inch and a half of bacon and put it in the middle. So and that's what you get: strong maple. Yep. Very little bacon. Yeah. And then wash it down with a with a cup of coffee. Cafe. Yeah, there you go. And Beautiful. that's what you get, dude. Yeah. It's like McDonald's in a glass. <laughs> it really tastes like. That, I love dude. that description. I have not even thought about that, but now that you're talking, but about it gets it all, man. God, and I could just sip on that and just love the hell out of that. Yeah, it's good. It, it go. It doesn't linger around too much. No, at all. But um, I don't think it sits heavy in the stomach. It doesn't sit heavy at all. Okay. But if you sip it and just let it go. The smoke comes up. At, have, yeah. Have you noticed that? I get that. You get the smoke after. I get that. Time. Yeah. I get that. I will agree with you on that one. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, the amazing. Sm- that's the thing that kind of gets me with a porter. The smoothness yes. at the end is what really sells it for me. Because I don't expect a, a porter to be that smooth at the back with that much flavor. But it feels like as soon as it hits your tongue, it feels like it's going to be heavy. Yeah. That's what like I'm saying. Syrup, because your, your yeah. mind is like syrup is going to be heavy. Right. And it's so not. It's not. I can see why that can get 100 out of 100. I don't know what the qualifications are or the stipulations, but dude, that is fantastic. Well, they do like, um, now I heard a podcast with a guy who created wow. this website. 
Now they do, obviously they do taste, look, um, flavor, and then they do overall out of 20. Wow. Because he said he didn't know how to do the math, so he had a buddy that was like an engineer. He called him up and says, hey, I don't know how to do the math on this. Can you figure out equations to make this rating, you know, fair and work out? Because I don't want someone to give it a one on look and then give it a five on flavor. Yeah. Because then that would skew it to a three, even though it tastes amazing. So obviously you're looking for more taste than you are look. You like how shit tastes. Who cares how it looks sometimes? So he was like, I need to figure out an equation and mathematically make this seem the best beers regardless how they look. Or I don't, I don't know how he did it, but yeah. So I was just like, damn. So just, just the look, right? Mouthfeel, taste, yep, and what lingers after the sip. It's not heavy. It's like you're drinking some hoppy and you get that kind of oh god, like where, uh, where yeah, like you're chewing on a mouthful of hops. I mean, there's no hops to it, but I'm just saying. In general, when you drink a hoppy beer, there's just kind of that lingering, like, I need to brush my teeth feel. And there's nothing like that out of that, ever. Yeah. So, it is, a, it, I just, I, and I just posted on there, best beer ever overall. Do you think so? Meaning just in how the whole thing comes together is great. Because you just think, oh, make, maple bacon stout. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. really heavy. No, it is not heavy. Like, it's, it is dangerous. Like, you could drink yeah. a couple of these. Yeah, we had three in one sitting. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I can't have three porters or stouts of much wow. other brand within one sitting. Dude, it's, that is everything you told me it was going to be. It's uh, fourteen ninety nine at Lucky's. I found it. It was like a secret find. Total wine sold out when I went down there on Friday. Everywhere sold out, but they're starting to kind of push it out more. And who makes that? Uh, Funky Buddha. Can can you go to their website and order that? Have you even tried? No. Oh, no. no, no. So it's just, it's out. They only make so many. It's out there. Yeah. Yep. It, it's Funky Buddha Brewing. They're kind of in a in a weird part of Florida. I was trying to find. I looked it up the other day. Oakland Park. Do you know where that's at? I have no idea. Okay, I don't either. It's in Oakland Park, Florida. So if you're close, run. Yeah. Drive and, a and Ferrari. If you, if you hear this podcast or you see this within the next week, if you want to try this, I will go and buy a bottle if I can find it. I will ship it to you. And the only thing I'll do is is I'll, I'll charge you for the shipping and maybe like two or three dollars more just for the 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 time I have to do that. So roughly twenty bucks to get a bottle. I will find it and send it to you if you will actually review it and post that on our you know on Blogspot. If you'll post it on our Facebook, if you'll let us know what you think of that, I'll be more than happy to get a bottle and send it to you. Oh man, it's all day. And we we've had a. Viewer, guest, I don't know, friend of the show, yes. review a beer for us. Yes. So if you have a beer, no matter where you come, you do it on our Twitter, you can do it on one of our videos, you can actually just post it on our page. That's what we, what um, my dad did. He did the new Belgian Fat Tower. Whatever you want to do, we'll find it. We get notifications on our page. If well, you got a beer and you want us to know it sucks, you want to know it's good, we'll, we'll get it on air. We'll try it. We'll shout you out. Find a beer for us to try. Yeah. yeah. Something that's different. Nothing that you can just buy at your normal Hy-Vee or your Kroger or your... Publix or window. If you find something that's really cool, yeah. If we haven't had it, we will buy it and try it, man. We'll find Absolutely. it. Yeah. Total Wine's got a nice selection. ABC up the street has a really good selection. We'll find it and but we'll I, try I, it. I think more people should try this. So I'm <laughs> telling you, in the next within seven days, so between now and next Sunday, if, if you want a bottle, I will try to buy. I can't guarantee I can get it. Yeah, I will buy it. I will ship it. You all you gotta do is Venmo me the money. <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? See yeah. Venmo. See what's that? Awesome. Really? I have. I'm still on the PayPal game. Oh my god, dude! So am I out of the am I out of the times now? Yes, I'm PayPal, out of the times. Okay. PayPal is so like 
100 years why ago. is yeah. this better I love well, PayPal's good. I mean, you, you can buy you can almost go to a grocery store anymore and buy anything I with love, PayPal. I love PayPal. Um, Venmo, like whenever I do uh, fantasy, uh, I, I bought squares for the the Super Bowl today at ten dollars a piece. So I owed yeah. uh, Ken uh, forty bucks. Oh, and it sets up to your bank account. So he says, "Hey man, I need the forty. Cool. Went in there this morning, sent him forty bucks. Comes right out your bank account. Really? Right into his Venmo account. Then all he does on the Venmo side is says, you know, whatever it is." Uh, deposit and it will take him a day for it to get it sometimes just a couple hours saturday sundays don't don't matter really yeah so it's not like you have to wait till the next business day which would be monday so it really doesn't deposit until tuesday it actually goes in almost instantly and i just love it so like if, if i said hey cory man hey pick me up a bottle of that i can just venmo over you know 15 bucks done so it's similar to paypal but a little bit a lot Hip. more, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. It's just, it's more now. It's what everyone's using. Oh, okay. So I, how do you spell that? Sorry, V E N M O. Oh, Venmo. okay. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I've been Love on it. the PayPal game forever. Yeah, I've been keeping it solid with that. So if you're like, hey man, I'm I'm gonna buy a new microphone. Uh, it's gonna be like twenty a piece, or or the lights, right? Lights are gonna cost us forty or fifty bucks. Hey, I need twenty five. Boom, Venmo over, done. Oh shit! You'll get it that you'll get it within a couple hours. I'm gonna look into that, man. Yeah. So people keep telling me about it, but I'm like, I got PayPal. What's wrong with that? Venmo me but, money or, or okay. PayPal Corey money. It will okay. Find us, man. We'll we'll get you that beer. Venmo. I like it. Okay. All right. So I don't know if that's legal or not, but we'll do that. Screw it. Who cares? If it's not, I'm in jail. Then we're doing something good. There we go. We have Maple Bacon <laughs> Porter. Our life's complete. Dude, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. So we have a new. This was not on the script. We have a new segment ish. Whatever. Yes. We're doing something new. Just Jerry's idea. Thought about a name for this. Couldn't come up with one. We'll get something. Everyone's got something. We got to get a little bit drunker and shit. We gotta. Well, then we'll get something. Immaculate. We came up with the horseshit bowl when we were drinking. See what so, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we'll come up with something. You know, I'll, I'm gonna go off on a little weird rant here for a second, or tangent, <laughs> or whatever. So I, I'm sitting there watching the Cavs game last night, and this happens to me all the time. The more I drink, the more my thoughts are like out there. Okay. And I'm like, I really want to talk about that, and I'm just sitting there and I'm watching, and I just start thinking of shit that no one thinks of, but it sounds smart in my head, and I'm like, I really need to say that shit. And then, obviously, when you go to bed and you sober up and you wake up and you forget all of it. <laughs> and that happens every time to Shit. me. And I'm like sitting there watching the game and I'm like, man, I really need to talk about, you know, something awesome about this, this, this. And I'm like, that sounds great. And that's why I told you I started taking my notepad to bed because, you know, when I'm drinking during the evening and I get a little buzz going, I start thinking awesome shit. Well, I think it's awesome shit. Dude, you have some good stuff. And I, and I write it down. Cause I like, I just don't remember the next day. Isn't that amazing? I, I was always the guy who wrote things down. You're like, hey, are you writing things down for me? You got all these different apps. There so you. that's why I have this notepad here. Cause you never know, dude, you never know. I just need to start carrying it with me. Well, you know, in, in I, everyone knows if you listen to this, you're watching us on Facebook live. I mean, I've got enough notes in here. I write everything down, but I, at the beginning, when we started doing this, I was using my note app on the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. And I would okay. just kind of type some things in, but it just takes too much time. Yep. To, my, my thoughts are coming out faster than I can type. Exactly. But I can keep up with shorthand if I need to, because your brain kind of goes with it. What your hand is doing. Correct. You kind of say it Correct. and you're writing it. And then, you know, where you're Correct. typing it, you're like, okay, W. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know where I'm at now. And if it's at two o'clock in the morning and you're coming off of some sort of a drunk man, it's really hard to get right. Going. Your mind slows it down for the writing. And, and Kendra will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm, fumbling through the podcast room with the dark. I'm like trying to find my notepad. Where's it at? You know, I need to keep it by my bed like you do. (laughs) I mean, I need to do it more often, especially like yesterday when I was sitting there watching a game with a couple beers and um, I was heavy on calves last night and I totally, I mean, they killed him even without Irving because Nick suck. 
That's a whole nother thing. But <laughs> uh, all right, I got us a little jam for you. We played before, but this is this is a personal fave. Hold on, I don't want to get the volume. I want to blow you all out the building here. All right, so what are we doing? We, we're gonna. There we go. <clears throat> See, I figured you feel that for the jam. Yeah. I want to get a little low here for you. I don't want to blow you out. Okay, that's good, man. Okay, so I'm gonna have you. Oh, you want to explain it? This is your thing. You yeah. Here's it. what I'm gonna do. All right, I'm gonna fire off just as many questions I have written down. I don't know how many I have because I had them all numbered, but then I took some back off and just wrote some others in. It's ten or twelve questions. It's just kind of rapid, rapid fire, and I just yes, no, whatever you want to say about the topic. Okay, if it's not yes or no, can you help me out? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll give you. You'll um, just go. We'll, we'll, I'll figure it out. We'll figure it, yeah, you, you'll understand. It's, after the first second, I'll go. That's too long. Okay. Don't spend too much time. Let's just right. I know. You know. Let's just do it. Fire. All right. So, in the news, Mr. Oxley, NFL player, and two others were drugged and robbed. Did you read about that during the Pro Bowl? No. No. Perfect. I did not. Two women, ages twenty-eight to thirty-five, met these guys at a bar, drugged them, and robbed them of over one hundred and thirty thousand dollars apiece. Rolexes, credit cards, cash. Tablets, the females. Know, tablet, yeah, females, yeah. Wow. And the whole thing was that they were promised sex, and so they took it back to the room of their hotel room, and they were robbed. Who's at fault of that? Is it the stripper, or is it the NFL player and the other two guys? NFL player, hundred percent, because they took the stripper. NFL player, hundred percent, real quick, because you're an athlete, you're in the media, you know your name, you know you're a big time. People are looking out for you to take your shit and do dirty shit, and you shouldn't be buying a stripper. Warren Sapp. There you go. <laughs> All right. Patriots are getting blasted right now because of their association with Donald Trump overall right. as a group. Tom Brady really heavy. Belichick. Tom Brady's dad's really in there. Yep. Do you really give a shit? No. Not at all. No. Oh, uh, Oklahoma running back Joe Mixon punched a woman, right? Okay. On on video, punched her in the Starbucks, wherever it was. Knocked her ass out. I have not out. seen that. It was a great punch. But I heard that. It was a great punch. Okay. Punch hurt around the world. Yep. Baylor wide receiver Ishmael Zamora. Yep. Right? He beat and kicked a dog. Beat this dog into submission. Okay. Peter problems. Yeah, you have C <laughs> Peter problems. problems. Oklahoma running back uh, hasn't really kind of pled out of the whole thing. Baylor wide receiver kind of went with a misdemeanor. Not convicted of a felony. Neither one of them invited to the combine. Both are awesome at their at their craft. Right. Should they be invited, or do you agree or not agree with that? Uh, invited to the combine specifically? No. Uh, they were red flagged. That's kind of what they say in the NFL. You're red flagged. Uh, pro day is really what it all matters out to. Kind of weight, get physically better, um, lift weights, blah, blah, blah. Pro day is where it matters. Combine's not a huge yeah, what deal. What if not invited to the pro day? Uh, well, you are. It's yours. It's yours? It's your thing. Okay. Um, so does it that a big deal? No. Does it matter to me? No. Should they be invited to the combine? No. Who cares? All right. It's pro day. Last podcast, you said it doesn't matter. You weren't convicted. You should still play. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's opting out of his contract. Will he play again in the NFL? Yeah, I, I mean, so. if you want to be, will he play again? Will he play a snap? Absolutely. As a backup for someone, Bortles maybe, um, somebody like that. Chip Kelly was in the running for office coordinator, did not get it, but something like that, backup. Yeah, he'll get another snap. I like it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it a little bit to uh, the Super Bowl because that's what we got going on today. It's okay. our special going on. Everyone's talking about Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman as the running back duo. LeGarrette Blunt had 18 rushing touchdowns last year. Yeah. 18. Yeah. Incredible. Between Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, they had 26 combined. Who's really the more threat? The biggest threat? The biggest threat? Julio Jones. Julio Jones? Julio Jones is the biggest threat because he can change the game with one deep pass by Ryan. Um, if you're looking at um, biggest difference maker that could be overall – I would say Devontae Freeman. 
Devontae Freeman. Yeah. But biggest threat is definitely Julio Jones. I like it. Super Bowl ads. Everyone watched Super Bowl for the Super Bowl yeah. ads, right? Do you watch more of the ads in the Super Bowl or do you watch more of the Super Bowl than the ads? 100% the game. I could care less about the ads. I do it just because the ladies like it. Do you have any ad that sticks out in your mind over the course of time that you just go, I really like that? That ad. was on our, our script. No. Oh, was it really? Isn't that bad? I missed that one. No, it's good. Uh, wait, hold on real quick. The Doritos one sticks out. Do you remember? Like It was kind of a crazy one that one time. Vaguely, yes. Uh, I don't remember. It was kind of with the... Ooh, that one last year, one with the baby and all that, that oh, made yeah. huge news. Yes, yes. I that remember sticks that one. Out, but no, I don't watch that. That's good. I like that. Okay. Jason Garrett, Coach of the Year. Agree? For the NFL. Sorry. No. Sure so people know. No. I don't no. agree with you. No. Not at all. Uh, where should Tony Romo go? Oh. I told you I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, shit. All stuff you know. Um, There's four teams looking at him. Cardinals. Texans. Texans. I like the Texans. Would you wear their hat during the podcast? Yes. Would you? I'm a normal <laughs> fan. So Jerry Jones uh, allowed in the Hall of Fame. Is it is it too early? I mean, should you still be an owner, be allowed in the Hall of Fame? I mean, most players have to be gone like for two or three years. Should he be allowed in the He's Hall of Fame? Owner. Yes. He's an owner. Should he be allowed in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Now? Uh, yes. There, there's a what is it? I don't know. I don't really know the. There's a a, vote, a ballot for like owners or whatever owner. administration. I'm not really sure what that is, but okay. like yes because. Um, what he did for the game. He's complete control. He has massive influence in everything the NFL does. He built the biggest stadium in the United States. Yeah. He yeah. is a culture influencer of a league that's the power of the world. influence in every NFL team as to where they go. Yes. I so, go, Oakland going to Vegas. I love if it. You, if you want to think outside of the game, you have to. Yes. He does it. He does so, it. I, I agree with you on that. Okay. Who's the best team in the NBA right now? Warriors. Warriors? You can't go away from that. You can't. Hey, I, I'd be sound stupid if I said something else. <laughs> if Muhammad Sanu catches the game-winning Super Bowl touchdown, am I right? <laughs> no, because Deion Branch sucks too. Deion Branch won a Super Bowl MVP. He's not any good either. So, no, you're still not right. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, one of our first podcasts, I was I was swinging for Muhammad Sanu's nuts. Man, it was great. Uh, last question I think I have for you. We created the Horseshit Bowl. Should we create the Fantasy Hall of Fame for all sports? Fantasy Hall? Yeah. All sports. Yeah. So you can have like five inductees. It could be baseball. It could be football. It could Hell be hockey. Yeah. It could be golf. It could be whatever. Fuck yeah. Would that get more traction than the Hall of Fame for the NFL? No. Because that's the big one. You know, Hall of Fame NFL, everyone's watching it. they got a whole game around it. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking like back. a parade. Yes. I'll say this. Yes, but I think it should not. I agree. Fantasy's too offensive heavy. <laughs> Those are my rapid fire questions I got for you. <laughs> right. too bad, right? It was good, right? No, it was good. It was good. I got jealous and I wanted to get my own. <laughs> Let's go, man. I want to get my own. Do you want what's uh give me before we go to mine, what's another Macklemore song you like? Downtown? Let's do it. Downtown? I love popping tags though. Popping tags. How can you not like that? That's the that's the that's the original. I love this <laughs> I love this. You beer. love that? Oh my god. Uh downtown. There we go. Mm. All right. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? All right. I hope this is uh, accurate. Is that it? Yeah, man. There we go. Okay. All right. Here is my... I got 10. That's all right. It's good. Rapid fire questions. Yeah, man. Okay. Oh. Hey there, now, kid. All yeah. Right. Who is the MVP of the NBA right now? Oh, goodness. Uh, Probably Westbrook. Wow. Yeah, and I'm not a Westbrook fan, but that guy's got too many triple Just doubles. Just because, yeah, I was going to say, you get a triple W automatically. Take selected. him off the team. That team is like winning three games. <laughs> He's, he's single-handedly winning games on his own. Interesting. Okay. Most underrated player in the NFL right now. Right now. Most 
not just the Super Bowl, just most right, just underrated. Whatever comes to your head. I know you, you probably take time to think about it, but whatever you got in your head. Uh, if it's a Bucks player. That's what I expected. It's a Bucks player. Uh, I'm 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 gonna go with two of them, and and one of them I forgot their name. Okay, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I'm serious. Garoppolo and the other guy, the other quarterback from the from the from the Patriots. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. There you go. Four games. Tom Brady's <laughs> out. Four games. Tom Brady's out. And I think they won three or four. Yeah. That's only in, lost one. That's incredible. Both quarterbacks are really good. Garoppolo's going to end up in the Niners, and Brissett's going to end up being the backup. I say underrated. I'm not going with big-name players. I just think that those two guys, with Tom Brady out, your starters out, your core guys out, they both stepped up and did a really, really great job to get three of four as the backup and as the rookie. It's yep. amazing in that system. Browns have Garoppolo as their number one priority going into this offseason. Could be. That'd be good. Yep. I like that. Best car manufacturer in America. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Probably Honda or Toyota. I'm gonna ah. go with two, just because those things can run for half a million miles and still be running at a half a million miles. Interesting. Hopefully, mom's not listening. She'll crucify you on the Honda. Where, where's thing. your mom's at? Mom, they love Honda, but they had a recent issue. Oh, we'll oh, have to talk about that later. They're, yeah, we got okay. Uh, Tiger's biggest problem: mental or physical? Oh man, uh, I said in the last podcast he looked a little flabby. He looked like he hadn't really hit the gym. That could be half of his problem. I think mentally, if you're a superstar and you're a competitor at his level, you still have it. But physically, you have to be able to get to where you think you can be mentally. I'm gonna say physically. Ooh, interesting. Okay, best beer in the world. It could be Coors Light. It could be what you're having right now, <laughs> dude. That's a good one. Because I think I just had the best beer in the world. Oh, okay. Is the one that you just introduced me to. I will still default to Coors Light as my go. go-to all day, <laughs> every day. Because I can only have three of these, and I can have fifteen Coors Lights. Fair. But if I had to have a dinner party and bring something cool, so you had a craft beer and you got a domestic. That's beer. That's it. I love it. Fair. Favorite NHL team. Oh Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with the. Um... Oh man. That's a good one, dude. You're thinking of teams now. No, I'm. I'm. A, oh God, who is who? I, I'm. Pardon me. Who's the Devils? Devils, little New Jersey. New Jersey Devils. I'm going to go with them, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm not a hockey fan, so I don't really have a favorite team. Right. However, we did our bracket for the hockey tournament back in 1996 or 94, 95, 96. Okay. The Devils won. Yeah. And the guys that all knew hockey were so pissed off at me because I actually got it right. Oh. <laughs> so that's the, the team. Devils. Good story. I like that. <laughs> to go. Best day of the week. Dude. Sunday. I figured you'd say that. But Sunday, I NFL, okay. obviously. Fact. NASCAR's on Sunday. Yeah. Getting ready to fire up. That's Daytona. getting ready to fire up. And, and we're going to get a lot of good basketball on Sunday. Yeah. It's coming. Saturday's really basketball now, but it's going to move to Sunday once all that's kind of out. NBA's so trying to take over. Yes. Favorite sport you never watch. Mm. I've got I've, oh. oh, I've got so many for different reasons. Um, favorite sport I never watch. You never watch. Is there any stipulations on that, or is it just like it's the sport that comes on TV? I just go. You just oh, I'm gonna me. try to watch that. Go for it. Women's gymnastics. Women's gymnastics. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I catch myself watching that for the wrong reasons. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my favorite one. Sometimes the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, they know it. on country music station. <laughs> <laughs> they know it too. That, they're not denying it in there. But that, that's being funny. I do actually watch college gymnastics. Nice. I have watched bowling. Um, but if I can get a good soccer match or rugby, I'm really starting to learn some stuff about rugby. I yeah. really like rugby right now. If you can find it, women's gymnastics. Okay, nine <laughs> favorite movie ever. 
Oh man, that's. Uh. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two. Okay, go ahead. I know you said favorite ever, but I'm gonna give you two that I can just put on my iPod, on my phone. I can watch anytime. The Hangover, the original one, the first one, The Hangover. And I'm gonna go with Boondock Saints, which is one of my favorite. Just hardcore. You're about your brother. You'll do anything for him. You'll sacrifice. You'll sell out. Those two movies right there are my top two. But Army of Darkness is a pretty close third. I'm not. I didn't even know that was a movie. Army of Darkness. Yeah. If you want to crucify me on Facebook, go no, ahead. No, no, no. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Not many people know that it's a it's it's a very um, it's a cult following movie. Yeah. And the two guys that did it, the Remy brothers, they used a lot of like hokey shit in there, so it's really kind of hokey, but. If you want a good drunken movie, that's a good one. Oh, love those. Here's the best one. <laughs> yeah, take, I want to take another one. Favorite sex position. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, in the last hope three days or in the last 30 years? I mean, where are we going? You tell me. No, there, was no, there was no asterisk. Holy crap, dude. I got to put more thought into that than my favorite NHL team. Favorite sex position. And moms, if you guys are watching, I am sorry. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> wow. Damn, man. That's a good one. I'm going to go with um, with Bay on her side. There we I'm go. Leave it at that. <laughs> good. I'm leave it right at that. I just wanted to catch you off guard. I didn't know if we were going to do this before we had a bunch of these or after. Because the, the, those were good. I, I knew you would get those were me good. best car manufacturer. Those were good. Yeah. <laughs> That's for, uh, I wasn't Honda. expecting that one. Yet. Honda. There's a Honda in my... my <laughs> actually, I, I really do think that Honda or Toyota make the best two cars ever. I love Nissan, though, just for the Titan. Yeah. But Honda Accords, Honda, you know, is just... They're, they're forever... The Toyota Tercel, many people don't know about that. Still running today. I still see him on the road. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Kendra's listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. I don't even know what that symbol is, but uh, right, we'll go with it. <laughs> so quick quick, uh, quick story on the on the Honda issue. Yes. And I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I, I figured no, we'll I should tell you. So my, um, we've had the Honda Ridgeline. That's a truck. Yeah. Kind of a short bed. Um, it's a nice truck. It's honestly, it's awesome. Tailgate drops down or swings out. Yes. Yes. Good call. Yeah. Um, this is, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool back in the day. And it's an older truck now. Still cool. Yeah. So, uh, my parents have had that truck for years dating back to like Oh six or so. And the, if you would look into my car, you would understand the, the top, the whole top ceiling, whatever of the car. It, um, it's dropping down. So I'm assuming they glue the whole top, I'm assuming. So the, the liner inside? Yes, the liner. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, okay. the liner to the top. And over time, it has, I don't know if you want to attribute it to heat and humidity and all that. It is now dropped. It is not glued to the top. It's now dropped. It's like the, the top of it hits my head when I'm in the back seat. So it has kind of caved down, whatever, dropped down. Yeah. And they really want it fixed. Well jet coming in but they think Honda should do it because that is something that's their problem they made the car so they're pretty upset about it and they have contacted Honda here's what ticked her off she just wanted to know what they could do about it slash I think they should fix it but I just want to know what the hell's going on Honda was real shady about it you know they got a customer service rep that wasn't a customer service rep oh yeah I'll get back to you never did yep 
messages, messages, you're getting where this is going. Well, finally, they, after months and months and months, they said, yeah, we're not going to fix it. We can't. We're not going to do it. How old's, how old's the car? Uh, we got, that's a 2006 model. Okay. So right around that time. Okay. 2006 or so. So what, 10, 11 years you're looking at? Yeah. Um, and it's only a couple hundred dollars. And honestly, they don't mind to pay it. They just want Honda kind of to reach out and help them. Give them a coupon or something to help hey, take care of something. Hey, gotcha. that we screwed that up. We've heard this problem before. We haven't heard this problem before. Whatever. Instead, they got the whole workaround. Oh, I'll get back to you. Oh, left a message. I'm out of the office for three weeks. You know? So they're extremely upset. So they've gone to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, posting the pictures of it, whole nine yards. Bones. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So they have now vouched. Hey, mom's on. Headliner. Yes, there you go. So, yeah. Yeah. She's. Hey, mom. <laughs> they are livid. And I hear about this all the time. It's one of those things where you're like, man, mom's pissed. Yeah. I can cover. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. <laughs> so I, I will tell you, being in the car business for a while uh, and, and just knowing what I know, I, I know actually somebody that their dad does headliners. Okay. Uh, he's over in Apopka. If you need a good headliner at a good price, I can, I can, I can fill you in. Um, the problem with headliners is this. Okay. Depending on where you live in the country. Right. Headliners are going to last longer than other places. Right. When you have the humidity that we have and the heat in the car during the summer times, it's 100, 200, 300 degrees sometimes in the car. And then you couple in the salt water that's in the humidity where they live. Myrtle Beach? Yes. Okay. That, that salt's going to eat at the glue. The humidity is going to dissolve the glue. The headliner is going to come out more often on the coastal. You'll probably never have an issue with your headliner. You might get a little drop maybe here, a little bubble here. But you're not going to have the same as if we live 40 miles that way. Or like Cocoa Beach. Correct. 40 miles that way, Cocoa Beach, you'll have you'll have an issue over time. Yeah. Heat, humidity, and the heat's a big one, man. Three, 400 degrees oh, in there. Oh, hell yeah. You don't get that in Iowa. Yeah. You nope. know what I mean? And those headliners aren't falling. So it's, for them, it's it's not a safety issue. I hate saying that. You'd like for Honda to take care of them. Because, but the, at the end of the day, if you got to put 300 bucks into a headliner, that car's going to last forever. Yeah. It really is. Oh, it's that's, a great truck. That's one of my favorite... Uh, Favorite vehicles is the Honda, just because they last forever if you take care of them. They're simple to work on. The parts aren't overly expensive. And you can get a part in pretty much any junkyard if you just want a secondhand part. You can get one in any junkyard. But the headliner sucks, man. And it'll start to flake and start to, like, dry out just because the humidity and the salt's going to do that. It's just a weird problem. You know, like, you expect kind of internal problems with your car. Yeah. But your headliner, that's like a what-the-fuck moment. How old's the car? <laughs> 2006, Mom, I know you're listening. I think it's a 2006 model. 11 years old. Shit like that's going to happen. Just thank God, I know. The, thank God the engine didn't fall out. There you go. That's a whole different <laughs> issue. Yeah. I, I love my car. Um, Hondas are great. I love the Ridgeline because, because it drops down and because it, 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 it folds out. Yeah, I mean, during baseball season, that was clutch. Yeah. <laughs> great for tailgating. Yeah, yeah, great for tailgating. I mean, we've, gosh. The Ridgeline was cutting edge when it came. I think the Ridgeline came out in 2004, 2005 was when it first came out. Yeah, it, and it, it was, was cutting edge. It really was. Yeah, we, we've loved it, uh, especially in West Virginia. You get a little snow. Yeah. We lived on a hill growing up, so that was clutch. We had to have something yeah. to get us off the hill. But Headliner 11 years later, man, that, that that's a tough one. I know. It's Mom, just, I'm sorry. I hate going with Honda on that one. There's not much they can do with that, but it is going to cost you a couple hundred bucks. But I love the Ridgeline. If you ever want to get rid of it, I'd be more happy to take it. i got an extra spot. Oh, yeah, that's true. We do. <laughs> Um, so 
I love your mom. I've never met your mom. I love your mom. She's great. She's great. <laughs> love you. Um, too bad she's not having this beer right here. Do you want it to last a little bit? You want to split it? Maybe we'll do a shot. No, I got mine. I'm full. Here, oh, get in shit, there. dude. What here, the hell? Go ahead. I'm going to keep this bottle. Go ahead. Keep it. We have one for show as well. Make sure we tag them. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely tag them. I'll tag them. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can possibly do this next segment without... Um, you can. Going out on my rant of college basketball. I'll wait for when we get into March Madness because everybody will be You've listening. You've been in. dying to get into college basketball, so let's wait. Okay, Let's yeah. wait because... You uh, want to wait on this all together? Uh, I was going to talk TV right now. We'll wait on it all together. No, we go ratings. Ratings are okay. okay. All right. I won't go into my rant about it, but I'll tell you real quick. What's wrong with college basketball? I will give you my whole version later when March Madness happens. Yes. But in the mainstream, all you've heard is Grayson Allen and the tripping situation with Duke, personally. Now, I don't watch it a lot. I think you have now watched more than I have, which is a complete 180 for me when I was 10 years ago. Yep. When I was 17 years old, I was all up in it. Um, That's all I've heard. What Is there there more to college basketball? He just just accidentally tripped somebody last night. I saw that. Yeah. As soon as you post that, I'm like, dude, he, he – well, he sent this out like two days ago, and then he just accidentally tripped. It was an accident. It, if you go back and watch it, it wasn't – Duke's lost. Duke's with Coach K in and out at this point, too. It, uh, he just came back, I believe. Health issues. Grayson Allen's running Duke right now, and that's not a good thing for Duke. Um, what's wrong with him this season? Not overall. Is it, has it the – are you talking about Duke in general as a, as a basketball No, team? just college basketball. Have you watched a lot? Have you not watched a lot? I have. And, have and you watched more recently? Yes. Uh, you've got a lot of really good teams this year. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's just a lot of really good teams. A lot of really and, good yeah, teams. Okay. All the way down to, like, maybe the, the top 30. Uh, any of those teams making the tournament – could potentially win. So somebody like Xavier, who's 24-ish. Correct. They won Creighton last night, so they'll go yep. up. They could win it. Could potentially win it. Okay. Whereas the last couple of years, it's been like maybe the big four, big five. You're like, okay. I, so Wisconsin, Wisconsin Kentucky, Kentucky, Kansas, Kansas is yeah. there. Duke's kind of there. This year, I still think that Kansas and Kentucky are the two best teams in the league. I really do. They do. Kentucky but, got a nine last night. But any of those other teams – could potentially win. Florida looks really good. Florida State's up there. Florida State looks good. Like you said, Florida. I, I Miami looked good against Florida State the other day. I mean, I was just like, wow, there's some really good teams. Florida, and I'm going to use Florida State because I'm a Florida State junkie, and I, I've been following them a lot. They'll win three or four big games, lose three or four games they shouldn't lose. But then they'll win a couple big games, and so they're, they're, they're like, I'm at, I'm at number six, and now I'm at number 15, now I'm at number nine. So people are jockeying all over the place because it's really good basketball right now. That's a product of young rosters trying to figure sure. it out, mm-hmm. uh, players getting better, but also having setbacks because they're not consistent. That's how you are. I mean, that's how I was in bowling. Yeah. You know, you're new to the, to the college basketball, is new to bowling, so therefore you're going to have some 220s, you're going to have some shit, 110s. You're really Correct. inconsistent. That's how a lot of these teams are now. Um, one thing that I found, I, college basketball is dying, um, or maybe not, as to you, but just I found some, just a little research, okay? And this, just to give you an idea of what these numbers are, when I say 2.0 or 4.6 or 2.5, that is the percentage of homes with a television, so you, me, you know, Joe Schmo, percentage of homes that are watching that game. 
So you have to have a TV, but that's the percentage of home watching Correct. the game. So that's when I said. So Saturday night, and this was, geez, are we looking at three weeks ago now? It was the Spurs Cavs. You yeah. watched that. Yeah it, was like, yeah, it was like three weeks ago. Okay. Two or three weeks. Um, Kentucky and Kansas, which was the Big Ten SEC showdown that they're still doing. I don't yep. know if it's over yet or not. It got a 2.0 that night. Spurs Cavs got a 2.5, so it beat it. But obviously, which I don't know about obviously, I'm just surprised. The Pro Bowl came in at 4.6 mm-hmm. the next day. Yeah. Sunday night. Yes. Now, they were not competing with those last two, but just to give you an idea, they pretty much, I wouldn't say necessarily doubled, but close. Um, so, And that's the worst competitive in, environment of all of those. Yeah. You know well, I mean? There's nothing really to play for other than 30 grand a player. Correct. So, but the Warriors-Cavs on Christmas Day, and I wanted to get your quick opinions on this. Which, which I watched. I did too. Yeah. Um, it got real good in the fourth. Which maybe why maybe you can explain it. Out watched the Ravens Steelers when they overlapped, and there was an overlap of forty five minutes. That game started at four oh five or whatever. Ravens Steelers started at four, and then the Warriors Cavs started. I think it was like two thirty or so, and they overlapped for about forty five minutes. It's just it, I, everyone. I mean, NFL's better than the NBA, and that was week seventeen, right? Um. Is it just because it's Warriors, Cavs, and LeBron and Kevin Durant, or is it the NBA still got good traction, but they're not? Like, what's? Do you have a thought? Basic. I, I do, and I, I'm a. You know, me and Ken talked about this uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh, I'm gonna use myself as a the average guy, right? Big into fantasy football, fantasy everything else. Uh, it's okay. I may get in there, watch football religiously every Sunday. We'll start watching NBA as the NBA fizzles out or the NFL fizzles out. Um, we'll watch the big games always. And maybe big not, games like Warriors-Cavs, Warriors-Spurs yeah, we'll maybe. And not during the first probably 10 weeks of the NFL season because I just – my focus is, you know, NFL. That's okay, 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 at, okay. Right? Okay. So here's where I'm at, and this is a classic example. Super Bowl Sunday is today. Yes. What are we doing? We're getting ready. We're getting ready. <laughs> it's probably going to be two, maybe three of us if we go up someplace and maybe right. 100 of us. Right. There's not a whole lot of Super Bowl parties this year. Ken is driving himself crazy because he's got no place to go. Okay. He lives in Claremont. That's right. about 45 minutes away. Uh, there might be one Super Bowl party over here. I don't think anyone in my neighborhood is doing a Super Bowl party. Everyone is fantasy football burnt out. I put eight hours a day in almost seven days a week when it comes to fantasy football. When it comes to the season's ending and fantasy's over, I'm so burnt out. It's hard to get into any sport because you're just mentally and physically just kind of over it. You're just kind of done with the sports. Yeah. Not just NFL. I can care less about this. That's, that's how I am. I'm just doing Super Bowl because that's what I do. It's the Super Bowl. It's a, it's so a, people it's do. a big game. We eat a lot. We drink a lot. So there's no reason I'm doing it. So – Towards the end of the year, these big games like the Spurs and the Cavs, even though they're on a, on on a Christmas Day, yeah, you watch it, but you're not that into it. You're not really watching it the way that I used to watch basketball. Yeah, the fantasy's taken over. I've got <laughs> I've got nothing on basketball fantasy. I've tried, I can't figure it out. And NFL's over, so I'm, my DraftKings will probably sit there with like forty or fifty bucks until next year. I might do a couple little tournaments just because I can't mentally get into it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I think fantasy has kind of ruined it. That's now, here's awesome. the other side of that. Is no longer on FanDuel or DraftKings or Black Ops uh, Daily. You can't do 
any college nothing. Yeah. College last year and the year before, I would, I would imagine two years ago, college uh, ratings were probably the highest they've ever been. And I'm just I'm guessing. Last year was probably not too bad. This year, no college on DraftKings. College is tanking. No one wants to watch anymore because why? I was watching college football because I love college football, but also I was watching games I wouldn't play because I had Geronimo you know, playing. I had yeah. Amari Cooper when he was playing for Alabama. I never watched an Alabama game until I had Amari Cooper on my DraftKings league. Yeah. Now you can't do that. You can't you can't draft any college or, or basketball or college football, college hockey, college across nothing. So NCAA trying to nip the betting they on college sports in yeah. the bud, yep. get it early. Yeah, will ultimately come around to bite them in the ass because of TV ratings and not Huge. get the viewership. Dude, I saw what you were, like two two point five on some of these games. I'm like, especially wow. college basketball included. Sorry, yeah, two percent, two percent on a big game. I like to see what it was for last night. Last night was. Uh, um, uh, Kentucky, Kansas last night? Last night was Florida, Kentucky was Florida, the Kentucky. big one, and it ended up being a blowout. I'd like to see what the ratings were for that. I would, too. I'd have to look at that. Um, now, well, to give you an idea, last night uh, it was NFL Network on 75% of the televisions. Mm-hmm. They're and doing I'm, it right. They're doing it I'm right. I'm assuming that it was probably Florida Gators and Kentucky Wildcats on a couple. Maybe. And Cavs maybe one. Yeah. At the end of the day, people are waiting ready for the Super Bowl. They're probably twos all the way around because no one's going to say that the Cavs came in at a one. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, was college basketball part of DraftKings last year? Last year, yes. It was? Yes. Not this year because NCAA put the axe Correct. on that. Okay. Correct. So, it's going into this year. That makes it interesting. NCAA could be. You're right. Fantasy's taking over. It kind of bites them. I don't them. know what their deal is because it's not like I can, I can take somebody and then call them up and say, I need you to do better. Here's 300 bucks. Like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It doesn't work that way in any sport. I can't, I can't just call Antonio Brown and say, I really need a big week. I'm playing a big team. I need you to get me, you know, 35 points. Here's $500. But college basketball, for whatever reason, they're trying to separate that. I, it, it's going to bite them in the ass. It already is. Because I would watch so many more games if <laughs> I had them. On my DraftKings. I know. It makes sense wouldn't to even, me. Wouldn't even know the players. I just – some random dude from Creighton because he was 3200 bucks. I'd be watching the Creighton game going, I need you to get me 15. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I completely understand that. Um, so what is – not to switch the gears on you. What is your favorite 30 for 30 of all time? Mm. I saw you write the, the – down there, the, the bow nose bow. Or whatever it was. The reason I wrote that down is because that is the when it aired for the first time, that was the most watched 30 for 30. That was a great one. Number one. I love that because I'm a big Bo Jackson fan. A lot of people are. And I think New 30, and old. 30 for 30s are meant for guys like in their 30s or 40s. That's what it's meant for. Like, because you didn't really grow up with Bo Jackson. So I did not. You, you didn't really get to see the commercials and just the, the what he did for. Um, he's an, he, he was an icon, he was part of the culture at that time. You getting a pair of Bo Jacksons was almost worth more than getting a pair of Jordans at the time. Wow. Now, getting Jordans now is worth 10 times what Bo Jackson's yeah, worth. Yeah, no, all right. But the Bo Jackson came out with the first cross trainer. And you're like, wow, what the fuck is a cross trainer? You can play yeah. basketball. You can play football. You can run track. You yeah. can do everything with them. Multi-athlete. And that was the Bo knows. He knows everything. Um, that was a really good one. I loved um, I loved the Penny and Shaq was a really good one. That 30 for 30 was really, really good. Uh Barry Sanders was good. I love the um, – oh, I can't remember his first name. It was Dupree, the running back from Oklahoma. Oh, I've not seen that Who one. was really, really good in Oklahoma. He was kind of like the early Ricky Williams where he had a problem being in the limelight. Yeah. 
So he I've seen Ricky Williams. Couldn't quite handle that. Yeah. Uh, but Dupree was uh, the Dupree was really good. They keep airing that one too, which is nice. He would have been a really good. He he was built like Eric Dickerson, really big legs. He was a tall guy, um, just truck people. So to give you an idea, if you're not familiar with this, what thirty for thirties are is. There are 30 movies, or 30, well, it's going, more, it's going to get more than that because yeah. it blew up, but yeah. it's 30 documentaries by 30 different directors, and they're sports-related. Not heavy sports-related, right. but they're sports-related. And they're getting, it just blew up, so they're doing yeah. as many as they can every year. I don't know how much they, I mean, they come out with exactly, but, you know, it's 10 yeah. to 15. It's a, it's a decent it's bit. It's people you know. It's people you don't know. So Herschel Walker or the U. Yeah, the U was a good one. That was a one two-parter. And, one and two because it was the one was so good. They had yeah. to do the second one. And then um, – so what – did you have a favorite or you just like – I love the Penny Shack. You love the – okay, I've seen I that one. I love that one. Tell I, me about that. Uh, that one was really good. That was uh, talking about when the Orlando Magic first got the team. Correct. Back in like 92. Uh, first pick overall that year we took Shaq. Uh they went and played in a church over here, and, and they were kind of getting ready, I think, for the Olympics or something like that. And Shaq goes, who is this Penny Hardaway guy? Right. And I saw Penny play when he was playing at Memphis. I actually went like we want to do this year. Um, they had part of the tournament over oh. here at, at the arena before it was the Amway. Gotcha. Um, and saw him go up. He was baseline, probably 10 feet out from baseline, which is you know, halfway between – the goal or the, the, the basket and the yeah, three-point line. line. Jump from there. Two guys come up to swan his ball. He ducks it back down yeah. to his knees and goes back up like a double pump, like a, a major double pump, yeah. and dunked it on the whole team. Dang. And it was – I was like, holy shit. You know, Penny Harbour, who is this guy? The second year in the lottery, uh, lottery draft for the NBA. Yep. Number one pick again, we took Penny. Yep. And they were going to be absolutely dynamic. They missed their opportunity to, to re-sign Shaq, which yeah. I, I don't think it was really – I don't think we want to spend the money, but I think Shaq wanted to go to L.A. anyways. And it was probably the smarter move for him to go to L.A. It was. But him and Penny could have won a lot of rings together. Probably. But it was just Jordan. really good. If you're in Orlando, man, it's, it's a really good one to watch. The bow was great because no, most people don't know Bo Jackson. Could have went down – could have went down as the greatest running back ever. Played baseball as well with the uh, Kansas City Royals. White Sox briefly when he tried to come back because he dislocated his hip. I mean, he was one of the greatest baseball players and one of the greatest football players potentially ever. Yeah. Uh, only player. Sport. He's the only player to do Super Bowl MVP and the uh, All-Star Game MVP yeah. for the MLB. And Deion Sanders was right there, too. He tried that, too. And he was, he was successful in both. Yeah. Multi-NFL ring champion. He was on the verge of doing the same thing with the, with the – uh, uh, with Major League Baseball. Those are the ones that stick in my mind. The one I'm looking forward to is the XFL. Yeah, I saw that. That's coming up, I think, this week or next week. Yeah, I saw um, that coming out. That was very interesting. That was a one-year. I did. I thought it was like two or three years. It was only one year, uh, XFL. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm was, really not sure. They've been talking about it on 104.1, uh, the Monsters in the Morning. Uh, it was one year. Yeah. And they had uh, McMahon's son on there talking about the relationships and, and how that whole thing went down. So I'm really excited to see that because a lot of the things that we have, like the spider cam, came from the XFL. Yep. Yep. Um, and that cam that they run on the field. Yeah. Where they're know, behind the quarterback and then they run back off. Uh, you know, so a lot of the things that you guys see now came from that. And, and I think I think it's worth worth a watch anyway. So I'm really I'm really excited about that one. My favorite. They're all good. Well, yeah. No, they. there's many, many good ones out there. Most of them on Netflix now. My favorite one is the it's unguarded is the is the title. It's called Unguarded. It's Chris Heron. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, played for Boston College and I believe Fresno State. I haven't seen it in a while. It's been a couple years. Uh, came out in 2011. It was on Netflix for a very long time. They have yeah. now taken it off. Uh, my One of my buddies who now lives in Colorado said, you got to see Unguarded. It's great. And I was like, yeah, you know, who in the hell is that cat? And then I watched it and I was like, holy crap. It, it's one of those things where you, he had really bad drug problems. Yeah. And then uh, one coach kind of took a chance on him. I think it was Fresno State. And then it didn't go well. He got back into drug problems again real bad. Like, I'm talking, like, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Like, yeah. why is the dude not dead? <laughs> you know? And then he got back together and ended up attending Boston College. Got back into drugs, but no one knew. Like, he was literally snorting shit right before he went on the yeah. floor. Then he got drafted by the Celtics, which he's from the Boston area. And he was doing the same thing in the NBA. And then finally. Wow. He's still alive. Yeah, but it was just one of those game kind of jerked at your heart a little bit. I don't think I've seen that. I, I, like it sounds it's familiar, really maybe from the good. commercials, but I don't think I've seen that one yet. Uh, you tell me, I should watch the Orlando one. That one's they're, really good. They're all. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I love them because you get a different perspective of where some of the players came from and what's kind of happened. And you hear about these guys, and like I, I go back to the Bo, the the Bo Jackson. You hear about him in pop culture, like who's Bo Jackson playing? I played with him in Tech Mobile. Yeah. And that team, dude, Tim Brown and, and, and Bo Jackson should have won a couple of Super Bowls, and they just didn't. I think yeah. he played for three or four really good years and dislocated his hip in a freak tackle. Yep. And that's insane to me. They showed that tackle in the, in yeah. the one, by the way. Barry Sanders is a really good one. I, I love the Dupree one. That was really good. Um, Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden, they did a, 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 yep. a one together like Shaq and Penny did because they were supposed to be the dream team for baseball at the time. Yep. And they both just got they, – they ran amok in Coke. I mean, it, it just – there's a lot of them that are really good like that. Terrell Davis. I know you're a big Terrell Davis fan. Just made the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, dude was pretty much – I mean, at, at one year during the Georgia games, when he played for the University of Georgia, he had to sit in the nosebleeds. They were like, you're not playing. You're like, what, I don't remember what he did. You're like, wow. They, I mean, the guy didn't even play like half a season and still broke all the records in Georgia. Damn. Because he just he fucked up, and the coach was like, "Listen, you fuck up, you're not playing." Fact, and that that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know? So there's a, there's a lot of good, and I can't wait to see what what's coming out because there's a lot of good players like Peyton Manning. Yeah. Um, you know these other guys going to retire. I, Kurt Warner one was really good. Bagging groceries at the high V. Yeah, I remember that. Comes from Arena. The, yeah, Arena League. That's right. Arena League for the Iowa Barnstormers. He's bagging groceries in his spare time to make some extra money because he's only going to pay like thirty-five grand right. a year. You don't make much. And he comes out. And he's the MVP. Wins the Super Bowl. Wins has a chance su- to go to two. I mean, just incredible stories. So, coming into today, what is your favorite Super Bowl food? Mm. And this could be something that you make, but it's up oh. to you. So if there's a and you're coming into Super Bowl Sunday, you want to have this. Every Super Bowl but this one, because this one's a rare one. Okay. Okay, so I love Kendra's buffalo chicken dip. Buffalo chicken dip. Cheese, chicken, and hot sauce. I like mean, that. Yeah, and dip it with the with the scoops. That's yep. really good. Yep. You're not a chicken wing guy, but I, I think chicken wings in some form. Chicken wings, boneless, whatever. I feel like it's always a go to. Nachos. I mean, it just you just need to be eating all day. There's not really a favorite. You just need eat, to be eating, eating and all drinking. Day. Yeah, if you don't it. drink, eat more. My favorite food is hops and barley. <laughs> eat more. If you don't drink, eat more. Ferment it for about three months, yep. and then add some flavor, and we're good. I, I I'm still uh, chicken wings. 
Chicken okay. wings is where it's at, man. It, to me, that's just that's just football in general. That just that is football. It's sports, definitely football. Uh, what I don't I I, I definitely I like food in general. Yeah, I really like wings. Popped in my head. I like that. You don't like wings, but I'm more of a dessert guy. Really? So I've been yes. I'm dessert through and through. You mean this little hamburger, little hamburger cookies? Remember those? You made those <laughs> I forgot those about are fantastic, man. We'll, forgot we'll, all that's, about that's that. That's the podcast. But I yeah, forgot all good. about that. Yeah. I had a picture of those on my phone, like four pictures, so I know how to make them. Nice, dude. <laughs> I love those. Those were great. No, that's that's throwback. Now I like the I like dessert. If you got any dessert, and I want it, if you want even more specific, I want chocolate. Hey now, kid. I want. Yeah. I want like. I don't, name so, it. Like, I don't like, care. Like like a like a dark like yeah like you're a dolly chocolate or you I want like yeah Hershey dark chocolate? no 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 dark chocolate only if you got like maybe a dark chocolate cake brownies oh yeah I like brownies I like um I like tiramisu oh for for Super Bowl Sunday yeah that's a little too formal isn't it? I, it is it is but I mean I like anything with that vibe to it so anything okay. you got dessert wise hamburger cookies are included hamburger cookies are the if best if you got because uh, brownies are kind of popular but like brownies uh, anything chocolate uh, chocolate's always good but it because it, chocolate can go with beer too but i mean have you been to super bowl like i got this chocolate mousse with this little bit of uh, no. homemade whipped cream no, no, no i have no, not no, but no i'm the guy on like the that. side look i'm like chocolate with s'mores chocolate chip cookies Okay, well, that's uh, my. I got you. You okay. know, okay. Everybody's grubbing on the wings and everything. I've already had my five boneless wings. Boneless, <laughs> and I'm over there eyeing the cookies. You're a mother. <laughs> I'm over there. You dropped it all the way on the floor. I'm over there eyeing the cookies. Yeah. Drop my cigar. Sorry, if you see that on Facebook Live. Ha ha ha. Jokes yeah, I, I'm over there looking at the cookies or the brownies or the cake. Okay. Or whatever you whatever you brought, because there's always going to be that one person that brought the dessert, but one guy someone, or gal. Someone has to stop at Publix and get the cookies. Somebody's got to do that, yes. and I'm the one eating it. See, I you know like like today uh, example. Um, so I have salsa, I have the scoops chips, right? You got to have those. I bought the Publix made buffalo chicken dip, which is just amazing. If you haven't had that, if you have a Publix around, go get that. It is I think it's two for five right now. Yeah. And I'll tell you what else I love is that uh, who's my, this cat? That's my landlord. No way. Landlord's here picking up rent while we're doing podcasts. It's cool. Nice. Yes. Um, cool. The other thing that I love is um, uh, buffalo chicken dip. I love the salsa, but I also love um, what did I pick up today? I can't remember what I picked up. Oh, cottage cheese and ruffles. We can. We can. What's his name? Pete. Pete. We can. Get, we're about to do our Super Bowl prediction picks. Pete's going to give us his. All right. He's going to come on. We're going to have him give us a Super Bowl. I'm going to get my landlord rent first. Okay. So can, can we pause that? or I got else? it. All right. I got it. Right. I got it. I got it. I got it. So we're talking about Super Bowl food. Now we're going to go into our predictions for Super Bowl. I will give mine first. Jerry's taking care of biz. <laughs> so Super Bowl predictions. We got Falcons. We got Patriots. Patriots are heavy. Apparently it's been very heavy. On the uh, Patriots. <laughs> and I have, I'm going to go with the Falcons today. Spread's really small. I'm going to go with the Falcons today. I like them a lot. I think that it's their year. I think the Patriots are now winding down. So I'm going to stick with the, I'm going to stick with the Falcons on this, mainly because they got a lot of weapons. 
the Matt Ryan set a record for the most touchdowns to different receivers. I think it's 13 different receivers with touchdowns. I'm kind of going against the grain here. Everyone's going to go heavy Patriots. So I'm going to stick with that. I think it's I think it's going to be a good game though. I think it could be low scoring. I'm looking at I always say this about every game. I'm looking around maybe 25 to or 27 to 20 24 maybe 31 27. So not above barely above 60, maybe below 55. Um, I don't see a high scoring at all. I think it's going to be close. Jerry, I have a feeling we'll probably take Patriots just because of their their strong they have Brady. They have, you know, they got. It doesn't matter who has a receiver. Now Gronk's out, but I think it's going to be good. I know a lot of people are going to be doing squares. Uh, it's funny that because how much squares has blown up, because now they're doing squares on like Yahoo, and, and I think they may be doing on ESPN now. I'm not sure, but they're. they're and if you're not familiar with squares, it, it's a very simple game. A lot of people do it around these days. Um, it seems like really fun. It's it's not a bad thing to get into, but yeah, I, I like doing it. It's fun. Like Jerry said, you get to you get to eat, you get to drink. I I personally don't care about the game at all. I like Jerry said. I, I kind of I didn't explain this to him. He kind of I guess read my mind on it. Is that you are so watching every game every every Sunday, and by the time the Super Bowl comes, you're like, if it's not my team that I watch every week, I don't care. And I don't really have a team. Wear my Bengals shirt. I used to work for them, so that's kind of my team. If they were in it, I would be probably balls deep. And watching it and being really involved because I know some guys personally have been kind of be involved with it. But other than that, I don't care. I don't think I know anybody in this. Oh, yeah, Muhammad Sanu is on the Falcons. Shocker. It's Jerry's guy. So I don't really have a personal interest in the game. I like to just have a reason to drink and smoke and do things that destroy your body. Drink poison. We're having maple bacon porter. I would not consider that poison. <laughs> But it's it's a good time to get together and a reason to do something fun with people that you know you love or friends, family, whatever. Get involved. I like doing that kind of stuff. Um, that's why I came over here. That's why we're doing our slur and sway on Sunday podcast with Jerry, um, talking about food, talking about wings. Um, <laughs> Jerry, it's funny because Jerry looked out for a deal today on the boneless wings because he knew that I preferred boneless wings, and so. It's just a time to get together and watch. I'm taking the Falcons. And it's kind of the – it's a good big – it's kind of like an unofficial holiday. It's an unofficial official holiday for most. A lot of people take off Monday just because it's such a big day. I am not doing that because I don't love the Super Bowl that much. But it's it's fun, and it's it's a good time. We were talking about the commercials. That's another thing. That – it's funny how the NFL, because I saw a video on Facebook earlier this week, and they showed, I think it was a 1993, correct me if I'm wrong, 1993 Michael Jackson halftime Super Bowl performance. And I have never seen that. I was, I believe, three years old at that time. And I watched it, and now obviously it was cut up, kind of like a paraphrased. I watched it for the first time via Facebook video this week. And at Lawnmower, see people are cutting their grass on Super Bowl Sunday. And it was really good. I mean, he came up on the scoreboard, he popped up, and then he, he kind of popped back down and popped up center stage. And I should share that video out, but he, they were talking to, they had the producer on, they had the director on, um, they had the TD on, the technical director on there, and they were talking about when they were on the, on the comms, on the microphones, because Michael obviously has one in his ear, 
the director, the producer have one in their ear, and they're telling, and they made a deal with Michael. Sorry if you hear the lawnmower in the background. Um, but yeah, they, they've talked about how Michael, what what's your cue to play the song? And they said, he or I'm sorry, he said, when I take the glasses off. And that was the deal. So Michael pops up on the scoreboard, does his little moves, pops up in the center, and he comes up in his like general outfit. And if you saw it in 93, you're kind of flashing back, and you know what I'm talking about here. And he says, he told the director when I take glasses off. So he pops up. If you remember, he just stands there. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, he's going to take glasses off. And he doesn't. He, apparently his thing was you got to make the audience wait and want it. And that was his thing. So he pops up on there and he just stands there and the, and it just seems like he stands there for an eternity because it's seconds and everybody's watching. I believe it was in the Rose Bowl in California and everybody's watching and they're waiting for Michael to perform. And the guy, apparently Michael can't hear him or he put it to where just the, the, the producer and all that and the director says, come on, Michael. Damn it, Michael. Take the glasses off. And he just sits there and stands. And his general outfit and the dancers and the and the you know, the band all that they're ready and this is when lip singing was not a thing really you know Michael's not going to do that and you're just sitting here and your anticipation just builds and I, Michael was a genius that's why he was a great entertainer and then he he takes the glasses off and they're like all right cue I don't know who was the guitar player or the whatever at the time and they just start jamming out and then the crowd just goes ballistic and I was like holy crap that's that's when. Super Bowl halftime performance came to the next level. And I was like, dang, man, like, this is how it all started. So that was – and, and apparently the, the viewership at halftime was higher than the entire game. And they said that's when they figured out that this is a big deal and we need to make the Super Bowl halftime show, like, phenomenal. The mecca of the entire game. We need to make sure we have an entertainer, something that's brilliant. And Michael Jackson, obviously, as he started many, many things and many, many times, it, that, it was a good. It's, if you haven't seen that little, I don't know, 10-minute documentary or whatnot, you got to go watch it. It's really, really good. Um, it's phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, it, I saw that on Facebook. I sh- I'll share it out to you all and see it. I believe Lady, Lady Gaga is doing the halftime performance this time. She actually did the national anthem last year, and she was phenomenal at it. Great voice. And she's coming on this year. I saw a couple of interview, interviews with her already. So hopefully that's good. So enjoy that. I know a lot of you have seen the Super Bowl commercials already. I have not. Um, I usually stay away from that. Um, I, like I said earlier in the podcast, I don't really watch it much. So, but it's, I think, I think it'll be a good game. Like they always are. I know the Seahawks Patriots was a phenomenal game. Came right down to the end with the great interception by Malcolm Butler. So if you're watching tonight, or 6.30 this evening. Tell us what you think about the commercial. Give us your favorite commercial. Post it on our on our page here on this video. Post it on our um, page as a comment or as a, as a post. Whatever. We don't mind. We're good. We'll even share it out. We'll talk about it. I'm sure this will be a hot topic on Tuesday. What we ate. Best commercial. What we thought of the game. We'll dive in. We've had a great, great podcast with Mabel Bacon Coffee Porter. That was on sale at Lucky's, so if you haven't gotten yours yet or you haven't tasted it, come out to, to Lucky's and um, definitely get it. We have a scar today. It's been a great episode, and um, we're really looking forward to the game, and um, excited to see you all for next time. See you Tuesday. Later.